Hello folks, I hope you're having a great Sunday evening. It's 8pm, you're listening to CFRC 101.9 FM and you've just tuned in to the Yellow Bridge Road this weekend. I'm your host Drew and I hope you've been washing your hands, keeping safe and all that stuff. I've just had a pretty good day as I'm sitting down to record this show because as uh, many listeners of this show would know, I'm running on a massive time difference to Canada, which often means I need to spend a lot more time in the wee hours of the morning up. And this had basically gotten to a point where online classes, live sessions happening later in the night and assignments and everything. I basically haven't seen the sun in the mornings since maybe July or August. At least not since October. But today I found myself actually getting up, seeing a bit of the sun. So things are pretty sunshiny in the Rue camp. And carrying forward that very same sunshiny energy, we're going to be listening to some great music today. I'm going to get us started off with some great music from the 80s. First, we're going to be listening to Eurythmics with their song, You've Placed a Chill in My Heart. My sister recently discovered Sweet Dreams, and that's what reminded me that this eclectic British duo existed, and I figured we had to listen to them. But maybe not Sweet Dreams are made of this, because that's really stuck in my head right now. So we're going to listen to that, following which we're going to be listening to some music from the Small Faces. Now in a curious case for the Small Faces, their most popular songs unfortunately seem to misrepresent the band. Their biggest hit to date, the song that managed to break the American market and basically got them big outside of Europe, Ichiku Park, they feel is a bit more of a sing-songy, sort of lighter, Beatlesque song. And their second most popular song, Lazy Sunday, has been described by drummer Kenny Jones as the nail in the coffin of the band's career. In fact, the band never knew that the song was released and I guess hadn't planned on releasing it. Um, They only discovered it had been released when they looked at the chart listings in a music paper and they felt it completely eschewed their heavier music, their more psychedelic stuff. To quote drummer Kenny Jones, we wanted to make heavier stuff and we'd made this great album and then we had this rinky-dink thing in the charts. Do I like the song? He says. No, I can't stand it. Well, I have to like it because it's a part of the Small Faces history. But he described Lazy Sunday as a song that the band just had to get out of their system, but not in a way that became the most representative song from their album, Ojin's Not Gone Flake. It ultimately led to the band breaking up and all that. So today we're going to do the band a favour and instead we're going to be listening to the song Tin Soldier. You're still following the Yellow Bridge Road. In that first set of our show, we listened to Eurythmics, the song You've Placed a Chill in My Heart, after which we heard Small Faces with Tin Soldier. The original keyboardist for the Small Faces, Jimmy Winston, just died this week. So rest in peace. On the next set, we've got newer music from artists who may be slightly under the radar, but hopefully not for too long. 
We're going to be listening to some music from Dry Cleaning, who I love. They've got this sort of chilled out, laid back vibe, which is just very tight and heavy and post-punk all the same. It's great stuff. We're going to be listening to their latest song, Scratchyard Lanyard, which has a new music video out now, which I would recommend to anyone who likes small, cute things, which was something I heard for about three whole minutes when I was watching the music video with my sister. So abundance of small, cute things. Good video, good band, good music. Now, of course, as always, I'd say this. You can find Dry Cleaning on Bandcamp. So if you want to, if you like their stuff and then you want to go check out their other music, buy their music, you can find them at drycleaning.bandcamp.com. The next song on our list is going to be by Dits, the Brighton-based band, who are so, so, so good. And this song of theirs called Gay Boy, which is on the heavier punk stuff, is so good. If you're not headbanging along to it, I'd honestly be very surprised. You can find Dits on Bandcamp as well. Look them up at Dits Band, spelled D-I-T-Z, Band, dot bandcamp.com. And lastly, there's new music from Courting. We last played their previous single a couple of months ago, and it's great to hear new music from them. Just, ah, basically, I'm just so happy I can do this show and share incredible music with all of you. Ah! I'm just overwhelmed by the fact that there's so much good music. It's also really inspiring as a musician to hear that there's so many brilliant contemporary musicians out there. It's so inspiring. It's so good. So, right away. Oh, and you can find Courting on Bandcamp as well. Courtingband.bandcamp.com spelled C-O-U-R-T-I-N-G band.bandcamp.com We're going to hear their latest song, Pop Shop. with Pop Shop, a great piece of songwriting in all honesty. Along with them on the last set, we heard Dry Cleaning and Dits, all of whom you can find on Bandcamp. And the good thing is you can always just rewind this show a little bit and find that out once it's out in the archives. Because if you didn't know, this show now has a patron CFRC. So just head over to cfrc.ca, go to Listen Live, go to the programming schedule, Sunday evening, you'll find the show right there. And you'll have all previous shows available, well, up to three months. But you're free to fast forward, rewind, do whatever you want. Technology is amazing, isn't it? Uneasily accessible technology is also the reason why I spent about three hours earlier this week reading up about Oscar Wilde for no particular reason. It's just one of the many techniques on my 15-volume book called A Hundred Intricate Ways to Procrastinate on an Assignment That's Due at Midnight. And I'll tell you what, one thing that I do have to say about Oscar Wilde is that, you know, if if a trashy tabloid like The Sun had existed at that time, when uh, Oscar Wilde had been incarcerated, not that there wasn't a magazine called The Sun, there was one which was like an evening standard, but not that sun. If they'd existed in the shape and form that they do now, back then, you know for a fact that they'd have roundly soundly condemned the man, but also have jumped the prison walls to just get a snap of him through the prison window or something. And that would just be rubbish tabloid for you. 
But can you really blame the man? I mean, a cursory search on Wikipedia will show you. Lord Alfred Douglas. Quite the looker. But also, apparently, quite the personality. Not. Or at least not, according to this article from about 20 years ago in the Irish Times, written by Robert O'Brien, titled, Not So Wild About Bozzy. It reads, Summoning any sympathy for Lord Alfred Douglas would appear to be difficult, if not impossible. So congratulations to Douglas Murray, aged a mere 21, for attempting the task. And condolences for what, despite his best efforts, must be judged as an honourable failure. More than half a century after his death in 1945, Douglas remains incapable of redemption. Although exceptionally good-looking when young, Douglas possessed a correspondingly repulsive character. While Dorian Gray's appearance may have been inspired by another of Oscar Wilde's friends, John Gray, his personality bears many similarities to that of Douglas. His entire life he found himself fascinating. Hesketh Pearson, who met Douglas during the latter's old age, described him as too much absorbed in himself to be conscious of the existence of others except in reference to his own immediate feelings. Pearson also referred to Douglas's fondness for writing letters to the press calling this a well-known form of dementia, frequently indulged in by people who feel that they're not getting enough attention. Indulgence might be considered a hallmark of Douglas's temperament. He was indulged by his absurdly doting mother, who financially supported him until her death, ten years before his own, at the age of 91. He was particularly indulged by Wilde, who after one particularly vicious quarrel between the two men, could still tell Douglas he was, quote, the divine thing I want, the thing of grace and beauty. End quote. He was even indulged by his father, the bilious Marquise of Queensbury, whose attacks on Wilde were inspired, however perversely, by love of Douglas. But the only person to whom he showed much gratitude for any indulgence received was himself. Otherwise, his instinct was to fight with everybody, not least his own son, with whom he broke off all contact for many years. This unhappy child eventually spent the greater part of his adult life in a psychiatric institution. It would have been better for Douglas, and all who knew him had the same incarceration been his lot. Instead, he lived into an embittered and impoverished old age when, finally, in Douglas Murray's new biography, the reader perversely begins to feel an inkling of pity for someone hitherto only inspiring disgust. Murray claims he does not intend to be a pure apologist for Douglas, but he still attempts to explain or excuse much of his subject's behaviour, which is both inexplicable and inexcusable. This is no easy task. There can be no justification for Douglas's repeated lies in speech and print about his relationship with Wilde and other men. In 1919, he went further and declared that he'd been born into this world chiefly to be the instrument, whether I would or not, of exposing and smashing Wilde's cult and the Wilde myth. He was a snob. Wilde's father was certainly a knight, he wrote in 1914, but heaven alone knows who his grandfather was and much worse, a virulent anti-Semite who believed the Jews had conspired with Winston Churchill to murder Lord Kitchener. For this libel, he was deservedly sent to prison. He even managed to accuse his wife of responsibility for his own adultery. Many of his fears might have been dismissed as merely absurd had he not pursued them with such vehemence and determination to see the object of his venom destroyed. Given this litany of unrelenting nastiness, Murray can do little but recite the chronology. He struggles to make a case for Douglas's poetry, but does not enjoy much success here. It was typical of his personality that Douglas wrote Petrarchan sonnets, an anachronistic form which he had mastered to little purpose. 
Not surprisingly, he detested modernism as represented by T.S. Eliot, quote, the supreme enemy of poetry now living, and wondered why his own worth was so little appreciated. Douglas was a grotesque individual who, it can be confidently stated, would now be forgotten but for his unhappy association with Wilde, a relationship once described by Richard Elman as an amour fatale. Mary's research has been meticulous and he was even able to persuade the British Home Office to let him see material not due for release for many more years, but even while he tries to redress a perceived imbalance by writing harshly of such individuals as Robert Ross and kind love his protagonist, the consensus is unlikely to change. Alfred Douglas remains a deeply unappealing individual. Most interestingly, the author Douglas Murray is probably like 40 years now. I don't know why we just read that. We've now completely moved away from music into criticism of not-so-substantial poets of two centuries ago. This is the kind of outlandish content that would end up in a link to the CFRC website in a recap with a half-tried caption like Lord Alfred Douglas, Bosey or Bossy? Bosey being what everyone called the band, so I, I don't know why we did this. But uh, yeah, uh, if, if that sort of content appeals to you, and this may be a bad time to plug this, but do look out for the CFRC funding drive where you can donate to the station to keep the station running and alive. Even if you're not a big fan of this, there's many other good shows out there that's doing much more substantial work. But anyway, coming back to really good music, we're going to be listening to music from Amalu this time, who broke into the scene with her 2016 song, Charged and Purposeful single, TBC. This time we're going to be listening to some of her newer stuff, called This Town, which features really great delicate keyboards off of her EP Ama Who. After that we're going to be listening to music from Martha Hill, who I believe has been doing rounds on the Six Music Station, and I have to say her sound is very Six Music, it's sort of funky synth poppy stuff done well. We're going to be listening to her song off her latest EP called Summer Up North. She's from Newcastle-upon-Tyne and we're going to be listening to her song landslide lastly nothing but thieves have a new album and we're going to be listening to their song unperson because you were the best thing and i was the best thing in that whole town but i was a mess again and you were so tested because you were the best thing Welcome back to Good Music Hour here on CFRC 101.9 FM. You're following the Yellow Bridge Road. And in that last set, we heard music from Amalu. We heard her song, This Town. Martha Hill with her song, Landslide, who you can find on Bandcamp at Martha Hill Music. .bandcamp.com. Her name spelled M-A-R-T-H-A-H-I-L-L. Lastly, we had Nothing But Thieves with their song Unperson. Now, this is a particularly interesting time around CFRC because it's time for our annual funding drive. So for this month and the next, the station's going into overdrive, putting out the best content we can and getting you guys to keep the station continuing for many years to come. Uh, I believe we're uh, Canada's longest-running radio station. We've been up and running since 1922, so we're at 98. 
Let's not jinx it and let's get us to a century, and much more beyond. Thanks to all of you, we've so far raised about $9,000 for the station, which is great. Thank you all for your support. Um, if you want to donate, you can go through... You can go through the university, or you can go and donate through our GoFundMe page. And anyone who donates $50 or more through the GoFundMe page is added to the weekly raffles, where you have a chance to win exciting prizes, merchandise, all sorts of cool stuff that's going to make you the coolest person in town. In addition to the fact that you're already cool because you listen to this great radio station, uh, over the last couple of weeks we've had gift vouchers, we've had uh, merchandise, tote bags, coupons from record stores, it's all really exciting and it's also a great time to get involved because, like I said, the programming is top-notch, as it always is. And again, amongst the bands getting involved, we have some great bands sending in their music to be played on the show and this week, the band who sent us in their music is a London band called The Debris. There's a little hint of a Canadian tie-in here because their, uh, their lead guitarist and songwriter is from Canada, at least, lived here when he was little. And we're happy to have them on the show. We're going to be listening to their song, Setting Sun. Before that, we've got music from Helen with their song and a good piece of songwriting in modern England. <laughs> Welcome back, you're still following the Yellow Bridge Road here on CFRC 101.9 FM. In that last set, we heard music from Hallen and the Debris. Now, Hallen can be found on Bandcamp at halan.bandcamp.com, but you can find their song that we just played, Modern England, on their record labels Bandcamp at brutalistrecords.bandcamp.com. Uh, as we head into the last segment of this show, you know what it is, it's coming for you. It's a masala chai segment where we sit down, relax, just have some tea and sort of wind down the show for this week. The masala chai segment, of course, is where we listen to music from outside the UK and Ireland and from around the world. So this week we have music from South Africa. Here's a Soweto-based punk band who I really enjoy. They're called TCIYF and uh, <laughs> that's actually... And that acronym's a lot easier to remember once you figure out what it stands for. But on this pre-watershed show, I couldn't. So if you're really curious, just look them up. Look them up. You'll remember them forever. Uh, but uh, we're going to be listening to their song, Sorry Mum, uh, Sorry Mom. And lastly, Alberta Bass Band, who have sent us their music before, though for a different show. It's Loser Points, with their song, Where Did All My Money Go? An acoustic rendition. And that's going to be it from me. See you all next week. Uh, keep listening to great music. Support the station if you can. Remember the funding drive. Keep washing your hands. And keep loving music as much as I love you all. Good night. Goodbye.
Sorry, 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 sorry